Welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. We have a very special guest, and I know I say that to all of our guests, so they're all special, but this one is really special because he is overworked and underpaid for what he does here for CFIT and for Fit to Be Real and for Carly's marriage. So hopefully you know who we're talking about. It's Andrew. Andrew Dykeman. Let's figure out what he does for a living. So we're going to find out. And I'm excited to have him on. We are so excited to have Andrew on, my husband of how many years now? Let's see, 12 years, going on 12 years, father to Melody Lewis and Dean, awesome unofficial CEO of CFIT. And today we're actually going to find out what he does to make money because nobody ever knows. Well, he started as an actor in New York City. He did. Right. He grew up in upstate New York. He is not from Delaware County. And when he got here, he was like, what is this world that you all live in? What he is, still does that. What is Delco? But there, now he wears sweatpants to Wawa. And he used to count how many people wear pajama pants and sweatpants. And now he's one of them. Yeah. So, But he's from upstate New York, Cooperstown. Uh, he went to Williams College for um, English, actually. And he became an actor. And that's how we met. We met doing theater in the Poconos and now we have three awesome kids, and we're going to find out a little bit more about Andrew. From acting, he got into the concert scene. He worked for a company that put concerts together. Yes, and he like did singers, VIP. not mm-hmm. just theater. Right. So he worked for a lot of country artists, and he would do VIP. Pack- Anytime you go to a concert, and there you know that the artist is actually somewhere else in the arena doing a small private event, and he would work those small private events. Which... For one, at least one time, filtered into a Super Bowl VIP, mm-hmm. right? And then he got the dream job, which is with Spiegel World, which is what he will talk to us today about, which is more Vegas type entertainment. Yes. And it's super fun. And I'm excited for you all to hear what he does. Yeah, because I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, Andrew, he knows how to do a bunch of stuff. He's the roadie. He's the onstage talent. <laughs> He's the ticket guy. He's the guy who just like, if you want to ask him something, he's Google. He's our personal he's, Google. Yes. And he's the most level-headed, calm person you will ever meet, which is the calm to my crazy. And but, he, all- but he hates it. He hates he's it. like, look up. There's Google. Look it up. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you do it. <laughs> For free. <laughs> Let's talk to him. I'm Victoria. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. Hey guys, it's Andrew. Oh, <laughs> wait, that was good. Do it again. Hey guys, it's Andrew. Oh, we've got options. <laughs> Third time, best time. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> hey guys, it's Andrew. It <laughs> was a lot like the second one. That's kind of like Robert Goulet. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for uh, inviting me to come over here. Not at all last minute. Not at all. <laughs> totally, totally planned and calendared and. <laughs> Andrew loves lists. Not at all. Hurry up. We have 20 minutes. Don't be bad. Be good. (laughs) Listen, Andrew has been trying to get me on a calendar share, like a family calendar for, I don't know, 16 years. But you two are the family. I know. Can't you just talk? Well, yeah, that's what I do. He doesn't like when I say things. 
Like he doesn't. Well, yeah. I mean, I do like when you say things, <laughs> but we have different. We yeah. have different organizational yeah. approaches. I'm organized, and you're not. <laughs> Accurate. He likes it to be written on his phone. I like things to be written in pencil. But you don't even do that. Well, no, but if I were to do it. But that's I, not, no, you like nothing. Yeah. Well, because I, I got it all up here. Yeah, but you're you organized. You, you keep it mentally organized, but then you, your style of communicating that, sometimes. I say it. You just say it out loud, and you repeat it a lot, and that works for you because you're like, it hammers it home in your mind, but it just goes in one ear and out the other for me because that's not how I actually work. Because when I talk, it just goes in one ear and out the other. This makes total sense, actually. And it's not that I didn't ever operate like that, but I'm a, I've adapted to modern work tools. So I have a calendar and I have a list and I have communication tools and I use those all day, every day. And, and you are on a completely different system than me. And so... He's working. My brain doesn't actually literally doesn't function that way anymore because like those synapses have withered and died. <laughs> He's working smarter, not harder. I know. And we do dumber and longer. I mean, dumber and harder. What's the opposite of harder? <laughs> Softer. Exhibit A. <laughs> Exhibit A. Okay. So, Andrew, besides being Carly's husband, which is a, a job, and a dad of three. And the CEO of CFIT unofficially and kind of, and you don't want it, but we're forcing it on you. Yeah. And the sound guy and the lighting guy and kind of everything else guy for CFIT. You're Chandler Bing. What do you actually do for your job? Am I? I'm Chandler Bing. Me, you just don't know. I work in live events and I am a production manager. I'm the head of production. Comma creative for Spiegel Comma World. creative? Yeah. It's comma, a, comma, 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 <laughs> comma, 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 We have other heads of production, but I focus on the creative uh, development process. So it's basically like a management role, but, you know, um, with the production focus, you know, it's basically anything that's physically produced as part of what we do, the production team handles and takes care of. And what he's talking about are... Show is in Vegas type of uh, entertainment, right? Yes. You used yeah. to do concerts. Sh shows and, and venues. And what we do now is that we have a focus on building new entertainment venues. So it's really construction and it, it's a construction process. So the current project, we're just opening up the hook in Atlantic City. And that's been a, a two plus year timeline. So... It's everything from the beginning of that, which is, you know, the drawing everything in detail and coming up with the creative concepts and then handing that over to a team of consultants who then actually produces real working drawings like electrical drawings and architectural drawings and, you know, every little detail, bit and bob about the venue. Bit that and you bob. Can go Love them. And see in person was committed like in a drawing to paper first. So that the people who need to build the venue understand how to build it. And then there's a whole process of them, the people who are building it, kind of questioning what you designed. And all of that gets documented. And then we're kind of right in the middle of like managing that whole process and answering questions. And then going back to our creative team and figuring out what they want to do or what their vision is. And then just sort of gluing it all together and, and communicating everything there is to, you know, everything that needs to be shared between all these different people. And then owning kind of like the budget and the calendar. 
so they just opened. They have a couple shows in Vegas, but they just opened a restaurant and a show in Atlantic City. So that's we're happy because it's Atlantic City and his travel commute has shortened by a plane flight for now. But um, it's a really cool Cirque du Soleil type of show. I always say that to people Cirque du Soleil, but it's not. Yeah, that's like the that's the easy touchstone for people is to think of variety and circus as Cirque du Soleil. But we're kind of like the anti Cirque du Soleil and not in a bad way. We're not like enemies of Cirque du Soleil. No, you're what just we a, do is very different. It's like a dirty show. Cirque, yeah. Cirque du Soleil is like a, a big giant picture frame at, at, where you're very far away and looking at this beautiful spectacle. And uh, a Spiegel World show is something incredibly intimate where you are literally two feet away from the performers and they're, you know. You can see every bead of sweat and you can watch their muscles strain. And, you know, Ooh, being that really close cool. gives it a sense of excitement and danger. And, you know, you can you can see them working. Yeah. You know, through their act. Um, or you can see how effortless it is for them and, and marvel. Uh, and, and then it's a mixture <laughs> of that and like really kind of raunchy comedy usually. Yeah. yeah. Which so, is you don't usually find in like a Cirque show. No. Uh, so Spiegel World is your company, and just rattle off the names of all of the shows that you're in charge of, or Spiegel World. Yeah, we've got three shows in Vegas currently. We've got Absinthe, which is like the OG flagship. Uh, we've got the Atomic Saloon show uh, at the Venetian, uh, and then we've got Opium um, at the Cosmopolitan, and our restaurant Super Frico is also at the Cosmopolitan, kind of like right next door to Opium. Uh, and so we've just opened up the hook in Atlantic City, and we've got two more, and as well as the second Super Frico, we've got two more venues uh, in partnership with Caesars that are opening over the next two years. Oh. The next one's going to be in Vegas, like same time next year, uh, over the summer of '24, and then uh, New Orleans is after that. We're they're trying to get New Orleans in, kind of like around the time of the Super Bowl. I'm trying to get oh. it in '25 soon too, because I've never been, and I'd like to go. So we're so. we're hopping right from one fire into the next. So when you say restaurants, are there is there entertainment pieces to the restaurant as well, or is it strictly a restaurant yeah, like Super yeah. Frico? No, what's it's part of like the brand for Super Frico is that the restaurant uh, is activated. We call them by Superfeats. Superfeats are, uh, uh, you know, it's like performances that happen within the space, or they're like moments. They're not really. It's definitely not like dinner theater. They're like silly little vignettes during yeah, they're, they're, your vignettes meal. Vignettes is a good word. It's yeah. a moment. It's a vignette. Something that happens, and it's usually only involves a, a few people in the restaurant. So they're like small little vignettes while you're eating dinner. They're like little mini performances of like ten seconds, and then they're gone. Yeah. So you don't really have to like you watch them, but you're you're not really involved. They're just it's the waiter. No, they're performers that just have to like go around and do their little oh. 10, 20 second act and then they go away. Yeah, cool. it's performers in the show and part of their show, their performance track, we work in uh, um, moments where they go through the restaurant and they have a thing that they do. And a vignette is a perfect word because it is short. It's a moment. For some people, it's an intimate experience. And for other people, you're watching it happen to another table. And enjoying it that way. So I like it that way. I don't like it when it's happening yeah. to me. The, the, it, it adds a lot of energy to the restaurant and excitement and brings something new. And the whole point is that it's not something where you need to stop and what you're doing and watch. You can kind of either catch it out of the corner of your eye and, and enjoy it. Or you might get wrapped into it more 
deeply, or you can ignore it and go on with your dinner, your conversation. I feel like you're describing yourself at CFIT. <laughs> you are a vignette that happens <laughs> on the left side of the stage yep. that you either catch or maybe you don't, or maybe you're involved. Oh, that's my performance track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the people on the left side get a show yeah. every Saturday morning and, and during the week when he comes to, but definitely every Saturday morning, left side of the room gets a, uh, a full-on performance from Andrew. We should be paying you more. <laughs> yeah, you know, my style was born out of like, uh, it's like a survival tactic at the beginning. <laughs> where I was just like out of my comfort zone. It was me, a lot of ladies, which, you know, isn't a bad thing. But, but uh, I had to learn to act. Uh, my method of coping was to get a little silly with it. And that's coping. become my uh, trademark style. Yeah, it is. Trademark style. So we totally get it. Super freak out. Andrew and Seafood. Super Andrew. What is your favorite thing about working with us at Seafit CEO? Oh, we're switching gears. Got it. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is the, the feeling of excitement for for where Seafit is going. And you can be real. This is a real podcast. <laughs> you can be real. Potential of Seafit. <laughs> was that real? That was real. I didn't even tell him to say that like I tell other people to say things. It's just like an awesome insight to what home life is for you two. <laughs> Amazing. Look how positive and hopeful though. I, I like that. I like that, Andrew. What is harder? Opening up a brand new restaurant. <laughs> show. Show. Commuting to Vegas and back or Atlantic City and a home or working with Carly. <laughs> Sorry, which is harder? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, he he totally like went well, away you know, for a little it, bit. It, you know, at work we've got our our lanes. We have our things are very well defined. Uh-huh. And well then defined. at you know with working uh at home, like we have to. It's all about figuring out who who's doing what, and the you know I think communicating about roles and um and then also differences of opinions sometimes. I mean, they all have their own challenges. We're not allowed to have a difference of opinions. There's right. one. So opinion. Carly's harder. Basically, <laughs> the answer is Carly. Carly's well, so harder. we always say like, oh, is Andrew here? Because he's so quiet. He's just so quiet. And I am or not. Are you just too loud? That, but that's what I mean. Like he, he could be next to you and you'd be like, oh, Andrew, hey. Because he's just a very quiet person. And he's always been like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Well, yeah. I mean, it. <laughs> Yeah, it. I have a twin brother, and when we were growing up, we were always we had our kind of own, like sort of silent communication, and then we did have to overcome that and learn how to actually verbalize, and that was a big step and a big challenge. But I do remember distinctly, like for some yeah. reason, having some meeting in the guidance counselor's office. We were talking about it was something to do with like college admissions, and there was this conversation about you know. I don't want to say talking out loud more, but it was something more about like using our uh, our outside voice, your big boy voice, to express oh our internal life. No more way, clearly, yeah. Uh, that so that was is that just a twin thing because you were able to kind of I don't know it was a twin thing telekinesis. Uh, I mean it was something that we had to deal with. Not all twins is what you're saying. Who knows? Who knows? Really. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. That's just kind of how we we communicated. Yeah, like we would have full on kind of conversations, and it's a, it was a lot of little little phrases and words and sounds and stuff, which sounds silly, but it's like when your your kids are like 
singing a little song or then they change it. You know, they're laughing about something you kind of don't really understand what they're talking about. Uh-huh. It's your own language. You had your own yeah. language. Yeah. It, it's not like it was like fucking Klingon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Or like Elvish or whatever. It was just you oh know. My it's. Gosh. I really. I, that's what I'm picturing now. That's what I'm listening to. No, it was. Head. It's just little words and phrases and sounds and snippets of a song or what you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, just little, basically just little jokes back and forth or, you know, expressions or it's just a lot of things that when you're side by side with somebody who's a for since you were a baby, like you just develop these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think that communicating. contributes? To the miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, bring it back full circle. Uh, <laughs> no, you were asking about why I'm so quiet. Yeah, yeah. I also grew up in a house where you could hear everything, so we learned to be stealthy ninjas. Which Stealth is kind of your house now. Yeah. So Andrew grew up on a 100-acre property in a house, like a wooden house. So... You can hear everything on lots of land. So, like, when you went outside, you went outside to land. You didn't go outside to Wawa, you know? So, every, like, every floorboard creaks in his house. It's like a big cabin in the woods, basically. Yeah. And our house has a lot of wood in it, and it's, like, very open. And you can. You can hear everything in our house. But his is, like, a pin. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how you guys talked on the phone as teenagers without the entire house hearing. Or maybe you didn't. We didn't have a phone. <laughs> you did too. We yeah, we did. But when I was growing up, we literally had like two two landlines. So like we had corded phones for a while, and we, there were only like two phones in the house. So we did get a handheld. So you just would take the handheld and go in your room. For those of you who don't quietly. know, Andrew's a little older than I am. So there's a there's an age gap. Okay, so. Just so we all know. Basically, Andrew is way more cultured and doesn't just listen to InSync. <laughs> oh, every time we just went on a road trip uh, two weekends ago and he was like, whatever you want to listen to. And I was like, InSync. He was like, no, no. And he never says no to me. And he was like, no, no, we didn't. We listened to Smartless, a podcast. <laughs> Carly likes her things. Uh, she likes her things and she doesn't like change. Which is why you two are very compatible. Well, you met Victoria when she was only 15 years old. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. She was only 15. Well, you yeah, were only 19. Wild. I was only 19, but when, and Andrew was. I think I was 42 at then. Yeah. <laughs> See, guys, if you listen and you let him talk, sometimes he's funny, but nobody ever lets him talk. Okay, me. Not in this family. Not in this family. Um, but. It, it was like when he would come visit because he didn't live in Springfield. We lived in New York. My mom would make him sleep in our basement and I slept in my room and Victoria slept in her room. And even though we lived together in New York and I'm like, mom, come on. He's 26 years old. Like, why can't he sleep in my room? And he was like, I have a 15 year old daughter. I would never let him sleep in your bedroom. She is 15 years old. Secretly, Andrew was like, thank God I'm in the basement. This is awesome. <laughs> Quiet. Be like, oh, see you guys. I'm going to bed. Oh my god. Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, that was the summer during which. Uh, are you it, talking about that summer, summer of 2005, 2006? Yeah. The, those two summers, she was 15 and 16 years old. Those were the years. Yeah. Those were the years. We wanted to bring 
Andrew on today so you could get a little glimpse into what he actually does. And he's not just the CFIT handyman go to every man, um, which he is. That is his side hustle, which he doesn't get paid for. He gets paid for in love and um, temper tantrums. It's his side sacrifice. (laughs) It's his side sacrifice. But he actually does have a real job when he's not around. He's really not around. He's in Vegas or Atlantic City. But we all need to go see the hook. Look it up. Atlantic City. Go. You will have the experience of a lifetime. Before he leaves, though, we're going to play a little game that I like to call Sure or Psych Man. What? Because his name's Dykeman. Oh, my God. <laughs> psych Man. Like, sure, that's true. Or Psych Man. That's false. Okay. I'm going to say things, Andrew, and you are going to say, sure, that's true, or psych, that's false. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Sure or psych? You met Carly in 2005 doing theater. Sure. Yeah, that's 100% sure. It means true or false. It means, <laughs> we used to have a dog growing up named Balboa. Psych, man. What was it? Rocky. Yes. Very good. Uh, Carmela once gave you rose petals in a box and told you after two weeks of dating me that if she could dream up a guy for me, it would be you. Oh, my God. Sure. Yeah, you can't make that up. That is 100% sure. Oh, my God. Victoria loved living with us in New York. Psych, man. (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) You broke up with me two times. Psych, man. How many times was it? 18. No. Andrew broke up with me three times oh before. I actually thought that was true. It was Two? Three? No, it was three. You broke up with me I think three, three times. Is a psych, man. No, it's a tr- it's a hundred percent sure. It's awesome. Carly knows how to make coffee. Psych, man. Victoria knows how to make coffee. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Carly and Victoria look forward to having business meetings with you all the time. Psych, man. <laughs> Andrew likes to tell us how we need to improve and we like to shoot every idea down is basically what uh how those meetings go. Sure. And Carly's aggressive. Sure. <laughs> sure. Those were, sure. Those, were <laughs> those were questions. Up until two weeks before Dean was born, his name was gonna be Duke. Sure. Yeah, that is a hundred percent true. We have the blanket to prove it. Carly is super handy around the house. Psych man. Psych. Psych. <laughs> This is a this is a good one. If you want something done right, call Carly. If you want something done really fast but wrong and then cry about it all day, call Victoria. Surely I don't know what to say here. Uh sure. Say it again. If yeah, you I'm want confused. something done right, call Carly. If you want something done really fast and wrong and then cry about it, call Victoria. Psych. I've never done things right on the first time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is all. This, oh, that's this right. You got, right. You got it right. You got it right. Yes. Got it right. Oh my god. Your favorite seafood sister is Carly. Sure. <laughs> your first. Your first one. Wait. We need to hear that a little louder. No. You said sure. Like you didn't even say sure. No. Because he's obligated. It. There's a ring on his finger. <laughs> but you got it, Carly. You won. I'm saying the word sure. Sure doesn't have like a. Yeah. It's hard to make that sense. Sure. Snappy. Sure. I mean, you can. You're an actor. Sure. You should see her eyes. You should see the level of her eyes she just gave him. Keep going. That is it. That was my last one because I thought he would end with a Nailed sure. it. Nailed it. Guess what, Andrew? 
Nice try, though. <laughs> no! <laughs> you won! Oh, oh, nice. Nice. You are no longer a psych man. You are a dyke man. Fantastic. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. Thank oh you. Oh, my God. So for your real tip today, we're advising you that you go check out The Hook in Atlantic City. If you're local, of course, you take uh, one night, schedule it with your friends and have the best time. Number one, now you know kind of some of the ins and outs of someone who put it all together. And number two, I have not seen it yet personally, but I will be soon. And I already know it's going to be amazing. If you are not local and you want to go to Vegas, (laughs) check out one of Spiegel World's shows out in Vegas. Again, plan it with your friends, have the best time and... And just forget about your lists of everything of life for one night. I always do. You for, Yeah, well, we learned. <laughs> you like to pencil it in in your head with imaginary lead. So real tip. Plan. Check out a Spiegel World show and have the best time. And now for your real extra tip of the week. It's called You Stay Classy Atlantic City. Oh, my God. What does you stay classy Atlantic City mean? (laughs) It means if you're anything like me, you have a closet full of clothes that you've never worn, but you always intend to get dressed up and go out, but you always sort of dress down a little bit. If you're going to the hook in Atlantic City or you're going out, get dressed up, put on the dress, put on the nice clothes that you've been saving for a special occasion. The special occasion is now I guarantee you wearing something from your closet, do not go buy something. You don't need it. You've got the nice clothes in your closet. We'll make you feel so good. I'll be so happy. Take the pictures, take all the selfies, and you stay classy, Atlantic City. It's so true, though. We all, we're always, like, worried about being too overdressed. Yeah. We're always like, oh, what, what are you all wearing? I don't want to dress down or yeah. I want to not I don't be in jeans if you're in sweatpants. Yeah. You know, something like that. Just put the red lipstick on. Have, have a blast. I agree. I like that. Just just to put a fun fact in for this episode. So we all listen to Carly and her extra tip, right? She names it. <laughs> she tells us the name of it. And then she says, what does it mean? Like she has, we know it by now, basically. So we're teaching. I forget which, which class, but we're teaching a class at CFIT. And she did something that she does all the time, every single time. And we're making fun of her, the whole class. Everybody knows. Shocking. Shocking. And this, she meant to say, I'm a creature of habit. Like, that's what she meant in her brain. She penciled it in, and that's what she meant. But she didn't, she couldn't articulate it. And so what came out was, I'm a person of consistency. (laughs) So the next time you have an explanation to someone where you're like, I'm a creature of habit, I would like you to try to say, I'm a person of consistency. <laughs> Listen, saying you're a person of consistency is way harder than saying you're a creature of habit. It's about, I feel like it goes with stay classy Atlantic City. <laughs> what does I'm a person of consistency mean? <laughs> I'll tell you. Remember, you're always fit to be real. And always allowed to be a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say goodbye to Andrew, Okay. okay. We love you, Andrew. Thank you for coming on our podcast. I love you guys. Podcast. Thanks for having me on the cast. He's so busy. Great he, up. He has a meeting right now. He's running late for his meeting. Goodbye. I'm three minutes late. <laughs> Bye-bye.
legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life, your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? <laughs> okay, bye.